I'm gonna go make a drink, you fools. <laughs> with your with your grump gumporians, your lieutenant Dan's and your gumporians. <laughs> your bubble gum Dan, shrimp. He ain't got no legs. I brought you ice cream. Oh, so here's something for you, since I've been playing Pokemon Go. One of my tasks, because there's like tasks in the game, little missions you gotta do, is to evolve an Eevee into a, a Emporion. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's pronounced that correctly, but it's the, the new dark version. Um, it's supposed to be a dark Pokemon. And to do that, you have to walk 10 kilometers with your buddy, and then you can do that. Well, the damn app registered 10 in the middle of the day. I was like, cool, I'm golden. I have to wait till night to do it. I'm about to go to sleep last night. Roll over. Oh, yeah, I gotta remember to do this because come morning time, I don't have to wait until night night. So I go to do it. Bam, evolve. Do I get the Pokemon I'm trying to get? No, I get another Vaporeon. I'm like, what the hell? What's going on here? I met all the criteria. Look back. What once said 10 kilometers, you know, I walked some since, so I assumed it was greater than 10. It said 8.5. The damn app subtracted distance away from me arbitrarily. I don't know what decided to do that. And now I have to redo the process. So I'm a little salty right now. <laughs> uh... Don't be salty at Pokemon Go, bro. What am I in? Six? I think I'm at six kilometers for this new one. I'm just like, I would have been done with this shit and moved on to the next thing. I'm trying to get myself a Gyarados. I need 400 candies for my Magikarp. Anyway, that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> what is it about, Kyle? Shit. I don't know. I'm not hosting, so. <laughs> Kyle, if you host, I'll play Pokemon Go with you. No, I don't need you. I made a bunch of fake friends. And my wife plays with me and my coworkers. So. It's too late. With me, I have Chris Pabs, so Kyle Harris, <laughs> Brian and Clyde. I couldn't finish that. Like, you couldn't let me what? try. I, like say I hi. couldn't try. I like to say hi to you hey guys. Welcome to the episode. Hi, Julio, host of the most. Yeah, Julio's hosting. We might You're get welcome. 15 minutes, guys. <laughs> You're getting five. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's going to be some artful talk. fucking dodging, bro. It's <laughs> God. In and out. You just tag in. It's like old WWE shit. Who are you? Giants in a figure four leg lock. No, <laughs> yeah, we can say Julio's, Julio's Johnny Superfly. What are you fucking talking about? Like, yeah. Triple H. Who, who's Goldberg? Who's, I don't really know wrestlers that well. <laughs> Babs is. <laughs> Not bald, white, or six foot tall. <laughs> That's exactly why you're Goldberg. Are you, are you the wrong? There was a, there was a, uh, I think a couple of, uh, I mean, when he was in in his height of popularity, right? There was the Monday Night Wars, which was WCW against WWF at the time, and um, so Goldberg was WCW's big kind of superstar guy, right? And WWF, in like kind of like a dick move, um, introduced a, a wrestler that kind of parodied Bill Goldberg, named uh, was it uh, Gilberg? Gilbert, so he was like this really small kind of skinny old man who was bald and had the black trunks and all that stuff. So that was uh, that's that's me. I'm this, I'm Gilberg. <laughs> this lives in your head free. <laughs> Gilberg. Gilberg. <laughs> you ever just think about him one day on your lunch break? Uh. Ah, Gilberg. <laughs> As I take a sip of my uh, water, English water. breakfast. <laughs> so uh you're gonna jump into that yeah so um before we jump into any kind of uh hobby related topics um i think like we should really talk about this because um as of this episode built sideways podcast now has a patreon which is uh both uh something that's been a long time coming and kind of a surprise for both us and a lot of people um now People might be asking, you know, why why are you guys opening up Patreon? Does that mean your episodes are going to lock behind a paywall? Is it is it going to be any of that? And the answer to that is, first of all, shut your damn mouth. 
And <laughs> <laughs> I just had questions. What? Oh, no, just wanted um, to know. First of all, build, the Build Cyber Podcast, the main episodes will always be free. They will always be available to you. All of the information that we give out or, or, or kind of our, our stories and all that stuff will always be available free to you. The Patreon is completely optional. You guys don't have to support us if you can. You listening to us is more than enough. We are always happy uh, whenever somebody sends us a message saying, hey, listen to your latest episode. It was it was a banger. We, we you know really enjoyed it. That's always been um, uh, very heartwarming. And, and also, uh, I'm very thankful for that. But for, for those who want to maybe support us a little bit further um, to help us kind of keep a roof over our heads or keep the show running, essentially, because, you know, um, I'm sure other podcasts will tell you this, uh, other hosts will tell you this, but but running a podcast or, you know, constantly running a podcast does cost money. You know, stuff like licensing fees, um, hosting fees, stuff like that. It does start to add up. So um, any and all kind of support um, would be appreciated, but not necessary, at least. So um, if you guys head to the link on um, both Built Sideways Podcast's uh, Instagram account, I'm sure we will post a story about this once it's out. Um, it'll also be in the description of this episode and all the episodes moving forward. You guys can see like the different tiers that we'll have, um, different, like kind of the different perks, which includes some of which includes like um, live streaming, uh, episode recordings, um, kind of unedited episodes. So you get the entirety of the episode from start to finish from us recording, like no removals of anything potentially scandalous <laughs> yeah yeah, <Kyle. laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's been nice knowing you guys you know once i get released it's all remove some of the, the bluest of material but uh, yeah we'll, we, we'll, we'll keep it generally raw um and then um also you know there, there'll be other perks and stuff like that um uh you know depending on the tier that you guys uh select so um you know I'll, i i can give you guys the 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 whole spiel and stuff like that but it'd be easier for you guys to just head over to the patreon kind of read through it see if it's for you if it's not we totally understand um the episodes will yeah. still be here for you regardless it'll be it'll still be available on all of the platforms that you guys listen to but again if you guys want to support us further it is definitely something that we would both appreciate um forever and also uh uh, love you for so if you get the extra special tier i come over to your house and fry shrimp shrimp for you <laughs> <laughs> do i do i get cauliflower instead like can i substitute some of this like what you're know. telling me shrimp's not vegan no, no get the not. fuck out of here it's in the water you get it from the water <laughs> it doesn't mean it's not an animal <laughs> It's supposed to be vegan. Aren't shrimps technically parasites? I don't know. I thought they were vertebrae or invertebrae. I don't know. Vertebrae? Invertebrae? I don't know. They're sea creatures. Fucking mystical sea creatures. Creatures of the deep. It's chicken of the sea. So just head on over to patreon.com slash built sideways or built sideways podcast. Um, and again, description in this episode will we'll have it as well as our all of our socials. So uh, check us out. Let us know what you think. Um, if there is any, if you guys have any kind of perks you want us to maybe potentially add to other tiers, let us know. Um, we are running into this mostly blind. We're, we're kind of, you know, kind of feeling it out and kind of putting our our, our toes in the, the proverbial uh, podcast wars uh, to see if it's uh, something that will, will help us kind of offset some of the costs of running this thing. So. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think we have some pretty cool tiers too. So make sure you check them out. And uh, let me let me pass the baton back to Julio. Thanks, Babs. <laughs> Are you guys ready to talk? Yeah, I'm talking, man. Uh, is your throat loose? <laughs> yep, we're good. <laughs> My God, I'm ready to go. Uh, so today's episode is uh, good. You decided to build some doo doo. <laughs> and with that I mean anything that's ever come off of your bench it's a piece of shit you should hate yourself for building it how do you guys feel about that <laughs> I was really happy and, some... and now I'm super upset I, I don't know what just came over me this cloud of sadness <laughs> 
I mean, so I, I kind of need a little bit more elaboration, right? So this is this is like the the like the proverbial like shelf queen of your your build collection. So th- this isn't like like your backlog or something. It's not something you haven't built yet. It's something that you've built, but either haven't finished or finished and didn't like it. Yeah. How'd you get all that information for me saying everything you built a piece of shit? <laughs> I've been hanging out with you almost every day for the last yeah. God knows how many years. It's Reading like the horse the whisperer. Abby's oh, a liar. He read the cliff notes. He did the spoiler. <laughs> he, he went straight to the epilogue. Didn't read any of the other pages. <laughs> I went straight to chapter 292. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I've built a lot of shit and I don't think most of it is great. I like some of it. Some of it's okay. But I, I don't ever feel like, you know, I'm truly happy with something. Maybe that's, uh, I should go to a therapist or something. <laughs> some of that, right? You have like a very specific example or? Uh, anything I've built, like that I don't. All of it? Yeah. Like, I feel like it always could be better. Mm. So, well, so always a that's bit not uncommon to feel like you you can still improve. You should always feel like you can still improve on your work. Like you know, some people it's the drive that's what keeps you going. So, but it feels like it's deeper than that. Yeah. Is, yeah, is that a shelf queen though? Like just not being happy with the well, end result? I have or? fucking as much as shit has gotten built. I've got twice of it in shelf queen status, just sitting there waiting for something to happen. Got you. Like snapped up models. Yeah. Just chilling, right? Yeah. Halfway projects, you know, something not mm-hmm. even primed, something primed, you know, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Nothing I've finished in a long time either. Well, let's talk details then. Why are they shelf queens? Like, is it just you haven't gotten around to them? Like, or is it what, what's driving the partial work? I don't know. She just gets in the way. Like, yeah, we can uh, talk about. The Zaku Warrior? Yeah, Zaku Warrior. We all saying. have one of those. Chris, too. <laughs> Even Pat. <laughs> you can't hide behind your microphone. You know, your current uh, project, Kyle, that you just shelved for a couple weeks. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit like that, you know? And that's like 90% of my builds are, are shelved. I mean, the Zaku Warriors, you know, side of the spray booth, there's this kit, then there's... Other kid than there's other. <laughs> I have a really bad problem. I don't finish shit. I need to help. Maybe it's a commitment. Is it, from, is it because like when you finish something, it's the end of it? You know, like when you finish a TV series, series. You don't like cool? endings. Yeah, I don't I, like endings. I like Just endings, watch the Office actually. over and over. Um, but I so there there is that phenomenon like when you finish a build that you put a lot of time and effort into and invest in there's some like i don't dread i guess um I, I, this happens to me often and it's probably a, a hint to my mental instability um where i get super excited because i finished it I, I met my goal i got to the end and then mm-hmm. i get super sad about it <laughs> i don't fully understand the logic behind that roller coaster ride uh it might be the fact that now i'm no longer working on a project that took me three four months to do where that's been my day-to-day for however long and now it's no longer like like a breakup essentially where you know your um routine has been shattered because you no longer have that project to work on um i don't think that deters me from finishing projects not to say that it isn't a shitty experience to kind of go through that highs and lows, but um, I, don't know, I like to think my reasoning for not finishing projects is I get distracted easily. My brain's always, oh, new ideas. And rather than committing to what I already have on my plate, I want to go do the new exciting thing instead. Um, that's my biggest problem I have where I just can't commit and stay and just, oh, no, no, we'll do that idea when we get to it. It's like, no, it's exciting. I want to do it now. And then I do it to a point where I'm no longer excited about it. All right. You can go over there on the shelf next to the other <laughs> kit. I'm going to do this new exciting thing and this perpetual rinse, wash, repeat. I think that's my problem. Hmm. So Which for is- me, um, I um, uh, like. I think it's a method of building, right? So it's the way you build. Because for me, if I start something, I have to finish it. I have to finish it. That is, I have to finish it before I start something new. Or at the most, I have two projects running at the same time and I finish both. Like I can't, I can't like start something and then not finish it, even if I don't like it. I'm like, I don't like this, but I'm going to fucking finish this thing. 
because it's just it, that's just the mentality I have. Because for me, it's like a really, it's a it's a very deep pit. If I start something or if I if I keep going, yeah, okay, well maybe I can snap this up and wait, um, wait on doing whatever it is I need to do on the other thing, and then wait for you know wait to finish it because because then. I can just keep doing that until all of a sudden, like oh, I have all these built things that I have all these ideas for that I haven't kind of organized or, or kind of um, what's the word for it, sectioned off into what it need, what needs done to it. Um, for me, that's it's like, that's a very sporadic way of building, and and I, I don't know if my brain can handle that kind of sporadity. So, so you don't um, write shelf queens. I I really don't. So I'm like everything I'm working on, I'm working on actively, right? So the twin tower, the the dynamis, the the double zeta, um, I think that's kind of it right now. Like I don't really have anything else that's kind of ongoing, and all of those are constantly being worked on on specific on very specific days, very specific hours right now because I need I need that structure because right now my the rest of my life is not particularly structured right so mm. having a uh so, I, mean, I call him a newborn he's three months old but having a, a, a child days. kind of yeah 100 days like having a child who is constantly kind of changing almost every day in terms of what he needs and what he's he's doing is uh that's there's no rigidity in that like he's very fluid and um with the way I build and the way I've always kind of thought of, of outside of Gunpla, outside of the hobby, outside of model making is despite being, you know, kind of flowing, going with the flow, I still need a little bit of structure with it. And, and my hobby helps me do that. Um, otherwise, it's all just chaos and mm. I can't handle that. <laughs> I don't think your ADHD matches our ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking fixing <laughs> onto the next. Uh, I've got an entirely different end of shit where I just did a little quick tally on my cutting mat here with the pencil and uh, I have nine active projects. So some of these haven't been worked on. Yeah, no, active. Exactly. Well, sort of mean like the Dom Tropin is there. I think about it. I haven't like actively touched it in since before I moved to New Jersey, you know, and then there's the Zaku Warrior. Same deal. I think about it. I, I have plans to do stuff to it. It's in primed. It's been fully like fucked um, in a good way. But like the the big Zaku the, with the fucking monkey arms, you know, like in Sentinel, you know, Sentinel's going to come around. I think about that shit too. Like every time I'm scrolling through my photos on my phone and I see something like that, I'm like, oh, that's right. That fucking big thing. Like what else can I do to that? Like it's going to be a bitch to paint. GBWC, here we come. Um <laughs> You know, it's like, and then like the new things, the fucking hoverbug, um, the snap kit for um, Pablo for uh, the Aoshima race car. You know, it's just like. So how much of it is you not particularly liking what you're working on right now um, or the excitement of working on something new that you've just procured or something that you've been really excited about building? It does flow with where, like, uh, where my excitement, like, where my passion is, like, you know, that is uh, obvious. Um, but I don't think that it's um, things that I'm unhappy with, because I'm I'm never, I guess, unhappy with what I do. Must be um, nice. Listen, that's a state <laughs> of mind, bro. Do I think that it's perfect? No. <laughs> is there room for improvement? Well, obviously, yes, of course, you have to improve. Um, and there's a lot, I have lots of room to improve on lots and lots and lots of different things. And so uh, for me, it's, it's not like I'm unhappy with something that I finish. If it isn't 100% successful for what I'm going towards, that's okay. That's where you learn. That's where I learn anyways, from what I'm doing to try and, you know, be better next time or whatever, you know, like. I feel you. And I will finish all these projects. Oh, yes. Yeah, I've been thinking about digging one out and just working on it. But then I'm like, I got this one I'm working on. And I want to snap this up. And I'm probably working on this one. It happens. It's hard to get distracted. You need space, too. It's hard to have enough space to work on that shit. If I could have, like, three times the size of the workbench I have now, I would fucking love it. 
Because <laughs> yeah. then I could float around and work on other things. It's it's mm-hmm. a lie. I, I thought the same thing. I built this entire workspace. I built this section for the computer only. I have a project here. I have a project over there. A project. All I did was just spread out the shit that I would normally put back in a box all over the fucking place. I did not work more efficiently Kyle, by having more space. Kyle is that that uh, that dog with poop on his butt that he's trying to get rid of. So he's like shimmying across the floor, <laughs> scooting. That's what we're for. Scooting across the floor. Yeah. So instead of it being isolated to just one area, now it's in the corner of the other room, in the corner oh. of the other room, and stuff like that. You don't even have carpet, and there's smeared poop. I don't understand. I just uh, I found a spot that was clean, and I made it do. <laughs> I mean, so there. I mean, is when I build stuff, right? There. I mean, obviously there are there are. I am my harshest critic, and my and I judge my my stuff heavily, um, but there is still some joy to be found in in finally having your build finished do you guys not find the same amount of joy whenever you're like oh this is done and it's finally standing here and the way i you know the way i I somewhat envisioned it you know like is that not something that provokes that joy in you depends how doo-doo it is depends how doo-doo it is oh i need some very specific examples from you (laughs) um if it's real doo-doo i don't like it if it's not that doo-doo it's all right Okay. I imagine you have this scale, right? It's an old timey scale with like a basket on top, and it has a, a, a sorry, it has a uh, has a base with a dial, and on the dial is a rainbow rainbow colors on the dial, and a big thing that swings one way, and and then on on the the one side of it it says more doo doo, and on the other side it says less doo doo. Yeah. And you take your your finished project and then you put it in the thing and then it goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then eventually it settles somewhere within that color spectrum and you're totally full of shit. (laughs) This is is a purple on the doo-doo scale. Does it, does it, if you go less doo-doo, it goes boom, whammy. (laughs) I get the somebody with a really long skinny microphone comes out and talks to you. Uh, So, okay. So with that mentality, Julio, I'm, like for example, your uh, your wing bust and your two uh, OMC builds uh-huh. were those something that you dis disliked doing but had to finish because of the competition, or was it because you were genuinely enjoying what you were doing and you were building it to completion because that's what you wanted to do? I enjoyed all of it. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed making doo-doo. but it landing on a doo-doo scale. Is it? There was a couple yellows in there. I'm not gonna lie, a little brown. You know, it happens. You get some brown in the doo-doo scale and it makes you feel a little sour in your soul. You're like, fuck, it's brown. Hey, <laughs> remind me what the scale is because I'm not sure if the colors are good or bad. I'm, I'm like, what, what end of the scale are we at? Are we on the if good I side told or you, the bad side? If I told you I made a green doo-doo, how does that make you feel? I mean, they're supposed to be brown, so I would think it's bad. <laughs> hey, too many leafy Maybe greens. Too going carrots. On? Yeah. <laughs> on the baby doo-doo scale, if it's green, that's fine. If it's red, that's a problem. You gotta go straight to the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't uh, be black anymore. He's 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 outgrown that. <laughs> yeah. Red doo-doos. Ugh. Red doo-doo's so bad, dude. Well, what about the fennex? I've heard yellow. I've heard yellow is also quite common. Yeah, yeah. yellow doo. <laughs> anyway, let's 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 <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, what about the Fenix, Kyle? Go ahead. Well, no, not my Fenix. I'm talking about Julio's cockatoo. The Felix. Oh, really? Felix. That's what it is. It's right in front of you. Look up. For those who can't see what we're talking about, oh, he, we have a build that Julio Fisal, did. Yeah, Faisalus. Yeah. The Faisalus. This, this yeah. man called yeah. it everything but. <laughs> no, we used to call it a cockatoo because of the headpiece. It's like a cockatoo. Yeah, it, is, it is a cockatoo. Anyway, long story that. short, we did a group build together <laughs> where we, we merged universes and Julio had the antagonist i had the protagonist so it was right. um turn a mixed with uh what was we mixed with um the gp yeah it was gundam stardust yeah. um memory. Memory. so he had the gpo2 and um turn x and i had the turn a and the gpo wait that's the, he has a three sorry he has big daddy nuke <laughs> i had the two full burning um and we we mixed them together to make you are our own just mobile suits. Straight up confusing yourself. He had the GPO two Faisalus. Yeah, yeah. You I had, had the GPO three. Neither the one. Or the one. The full, full burning. burning. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. There you go. Okay. Yes, I had one turn A. The the protagonist of those two 
universes combined, and then he had the two antagonists combined, so Turn X and the GPO two, and we made unique kits from that, um, and not just like kind of we mix match parts kind of kit batch. We literally cut parts, reshaped, like really made, like there's very little you can identify from each of the kits from their original kits. You can kind of understand like, oh yeah, that's from this piece, but it's not exactly what that piece looks like. It's been heavily modified, which was really cool. Like we really made some interesting pieces. I think that's one of our favorite builds. Like we walked away from it like, fuck yeah, we got to keep doing this. And then we tried to do the following year and we got distracted. <laughs> Completely distracted. He's a bitch, guys. <laughs> I have half of it built. That's one of my, I forgot that one's on my work in progress. <laughs> Man, don't forget about really sad. Thrust McThrusterton. Yep. I, so Brian told you his number. I started counting my number and immediately got sad because it got into the double digits <laughs> and I wasn't done. And I forgot about some of the ones we're talking about. So I'm like, I'm not going to think about some of those. It lost causes. It <laughs> yes, Thrusterton McThrusterton will become a thing because i i really liked the idea behind him and i actually have everything i need to do like imagery wise i just need to do the work mm-hmm. yeah it's a lot of work i understand completely yeah that's no joke but that build i really did enjoy that's a green doo-doo you know, yeah okay. that was a good one <laughs> yeah it's not bad i enjoy it there is i have one lots was good what what oh dish Tea time. <laughs> yeah, I have one build that I, I disliked. I mean, and that's not, it's not because of the build itself. It was because of what was attached to it. Like, so uh, I had built this um, this SD Sananju that I had retrofitted a, um, a CS frame. So the cross frame. So I, I retrofitted a, a cross. Uh, was it a cross? Yeah. yeah CS cross frame. frame yeah. So what? Yeah. CS frame um, into the SDBB Sananju. Um, with the with the idea of kind of um, modernizing that that SD because it's you know it, it's one of those ones that doesn't really have uh, any kind of articulation doesn't have any any real movement except maybe the sh- the shoulders and the, the, the some of the legs and stuff but it, you know it was it was very limited yeah. in scope and then it also came with the um, the the Neo Zeong the SD Neo Zeong so I had plans to to build that up um, I was going to use like some some kitbash parts, some scratch built pieces, a lot of detail and all that stuff. It was, it was, um, while fairly ambitious, it was still doable and it was just mostly for fun. It wasn't really for a competition. It was, it was for like a cause, I guess. Well, not really a cause, but like just something mm-hmm. to kind of fill my time with. And I was doing this, um, alongside, uh, Tim trial of Mecca, who was very mm-hmm. gracious enough to send me the Sinanju. He was very, like he's, he sent this to me. He was like, yeah, you can have this. Oh, I'm tight. already building it. Yeah, I'll put it together. Um, so that was it was really nice and and we were enjoying the build. I mean, Tim wasn't enjoying the build. I was enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, I know. He did the unicorn. He, unicorn. Leo, I I did one as well. Yeah. yeah, he did a HG cross SD unicorn that I think is still sitting in a in a Tupperware somewhere in his office today. I talk about the King um, of Queens. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um but so I was really enjoying that build at the beginning because it was, it was, you know, kind of trying to figure out the ins and outs of, okay, well, what, what, how can I fit this frame into this build? And, and then, you know, kind of dealing with the proportion side of that, how am I going to fit the Sinanju into the Neo Zeo now that it is its new proportion, all that stuff. So kind of problem solving at the same time, being creative with, with how all of this works. And it, you know, I, I managed somehow to do it. Um, But then it came out that, the uh the event well not the event but the guy the guy kind of leading the way for this this whole thing was not who I thought it was and it just oh yeah completely it completely sucked any fun that I had of this build completely dry and I and I had even even before I had noticed it I was I was beginning to become very lax with with the detail and and um, the consistency that I'm used to when it comes to building mm-hmm. um. And it that's that was where it, I I had realized how much an external factor like that can can really affect my way of thinking and the way I build. And um, while you know while it still looks somewhat decent, um, there are things about it that I I cannot stand looking at. Like there are things that I miss. There are things that I I rush definitely. And 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 I to this day Neo Zeong is still just in a prime form because I can't look at it because of what it what I um connected to. And I guess for for me that is a shelf queen because I'm I'm not gonna finish that. Um uh, 
actually, now that I think about it, there is one more. There is <gasps> one more, more that I have put together. So when I started doing the live streams um, two yep. years ago, yep. two years ago, a year ago, um, I was building the RG uh, new on mm. stream. And mm-hmm. I had told people who were watching that I'm not going to build, I'm not going to build this in like while I'm off stream, all, everything is going to be built on stream on camera. So you guys can see my process. Um, that in itself was obviously quite difficult because there are processes that, that are almost close to impossible to, f- to film or to stream, mm-hmm. um, especially with, you know, kind of real life getting in the way, moving to a new house and trying to figure out the setup here and, and, you know, like my initial setup in this house wasn't exactly ideal and Kyle can, can uh, back me up on this. My space currently is not exactly what I would call spacious. So, um, you know, just trying to find a way to stream around this just was impossible. And, you know, that's the, the RG new has had had to be put on a, in a box in the basement for now until I could figure it out. But again, that is a shelf not, not due to me not wanting to do it, but because of a promise I had made to people that I would build this in front of you so that you don't miss anything that I'm doing. Uh, so that's a, that's another one that I, I feel like maybe I can get more done and, and I feel like I will definitely get done, but stuff like the, the, the Neo Zeon, I just, it, it's just difficult to touch because of what I, I related mm. to. So mm-hmm. maybe that's okay. something. It's good parts. You can use them for parts. That's well, true. What, also true. Whatever happened to yours, Julio, your unicorn. Uh, I think I threw it out the window. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea where it is. It's in a box wow. somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, I primed it and I was like, "Ugh, you, you, you reek of doo doo." <laughs> that is a Aww. red doo doo there. Do not like it anymore. I don't, I don't blame you. Unicorns uh, having made a phoenix, which is essentially a unicorn. I don't ever want to build one ever again. In fact, I have <laughs> a couple that I somehow acquired. One I bought. That I'm now looking to just get rid of. Like I don't normally resell kits. These ones are out the door. Mm-hmm. I got a RG that I wanted a uh, Christmas party. Um, MG, and I was like, "Nope, see ya, bye." <laughs> I already built the uh, Banshee and I built the Fenix. I think I'm good. I don't need to build any more MG unicorns. I've never built a Master Grade or uh, whatever. I have a real grade. Um, I put, I did two full armor high grades and I kit bashed them into that Kshatra corn. Um, and I, that was enough. I was done. <laughs> no more. Vortex is one. It was the last years uh, ago. That was 2018. That was, or 2017. That was long fucking time ago. I built one unicorn, which was the, the Dragon Momoko Perfect Grade, which was a commission. So it wasn't even because I wanted to build it. But oddly enough, I have almost all of the Perfect Grade unicorns, except maybe the, except the Phoenix. I have the Banshee and the, the Unicorn with their add-on pieces, with some conversion parts, with uh, some third-party LEDs that would make it into whatever the final battle or the perfect perfectability, perfectability. destroy, yeah, all that stuff. So that's all here, and I do have plans to make it at some point. But again, I it's I'm that's I'm the kind of builder that has to finish something before I start another one, or at least have like maybe just two or three ongoings before and I have oh. to finish at least one of those before I start another one. I'm envious. I, have I wish I could be perfectibility. that way. I think that's not the one with all the crystals poking out of it, is it? That is no. the one, the blue one. It's I don't know. Okay. Oh, so it's the other no. one. I have the blue one. I have the blue one. The white. So the perfectibility the is the blue. one with the perfectibility is the one with all three unicorn types kind of mashed into one. So it's got the Banshee, oh. the Phoenix, uh, bits and pieces with like most of the, the, the unicorns like full armor pieces and then the one that you're talking about brian is like the, the crystal kind of like it's full of its the psycho frame is like yeah, going crazy movie. berserk yeah yeah that one's from yeah the movie and then um the one i have is a, the blue one which is the the unicorn that with the blue whatever that's the it's like a, yeah that's a big fucking box of <laughs> rg so <laughs> yeah are these things ever getting built ever eventually it's in my RG yeah, box of my 15 cases in storage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not the type of, I'm not the type of builder that just buys and then just has like a, like, I mean, I have a backlog, but it's with the intent of building, never with the intent to collect and, and to resell or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's always because I have an idea for something or because I, I like the design and I've been really, I think I've been really good with, um, in terms of, 
buying what I like instead of just buying because it's new or because it's because it's the the, the new exciting thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I've yeah I mean at the beginning I was like that like anything I could find I would buy anything I like I would mm. buy anything that that was available I was like yes that's it I'm buying that like Gundam these get days it. I'm yeah these days I'm a little bit more selective because if I am because I I'm not going to be able to display everything I build. I'm mm. never going to display everything I build. And at the end of the day, it's, it's going, it's either going to go back in the box or I'm just going to sell it. And it's it. And selling my kits is a little sad because I am the opposite of, of Zacharelius where I do get attached to my finished builds because I've put, I've put in a lot of time and sweat oh, into them. And yeah, yeah like it, there's a certain <laughs> attachment to, to finishing it. And you're like, Oh yeah, this is, this is the thing I made. And this is a testament to, to what was in my head and, and how I wanted to finish this. And, um, just letting that go or putting it in the box is, is, um, is a, uh, a tra- not a travesty, but like, uh, what's the word for that I'm looking for? Um, you know, it, it doesn't deserve to be not displayed. Yeah. Know? So yeah, I know what you're saying. They're doing a disservice yeah. to the work. Disservice. Thank Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I, I I'm not that kind of builder. So, um, you know, everything I buy, like whenever you guys see me post something that I've picked up is something that I have plans for. So it's never, it's never just because, you know, I'm a backlog guy. I'm a collector. I've, I am on the other hey. side of that hobby. What's wrong with collecting? There's nothing wrong with it. I, I'm saying I'm on the other side of the hobby where I, I, I'm, I'm buying to, with the intent and mm-hmm. not buying to collect. So you intend to build all those unicorn uh, grades? Yeah. If anything, so my initial plan was to, to, bash, to bash it into the perfectibility before they had the perfectibility PG announced. That was my plan. And then just have like the Banshee as kind of as is. But then I would have like, I, would, I was looking to see if I could find like a, a, a Fenix, like either like third party or a knockoff. Because so, all I needed were the shields. Yeah. And then just, you know, and then just bash it into the perfectibility with a, a little bit more detail. And maybe even like, since I have like the full armor, just attach the full armor and then I have the full armor perfectibility. It's like, that's, that's kind of the, the plan for that. I have plans for almost every single build I have, but you know, obviously plans change and things mm-hmm. get delayed and, and real life takes, you know, takes precedent over everything, anything else I do. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's just how it is. It's just, that's just life. So, um, so is it ever going to happen? It's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. When. I don't know. Just give man. it time. No, nah, man. That's like, yeah. I, I'm with Pabs on that, too. I have a bunch of that shit, but I also am a little bit on the other end, too, where I do collect. So F91 was the first IP Gundam shit that I remember when I was a little kid. I was really jazzed on all the classic kits. So when I first got into buying models, I collected the original run. All original printings, new in box uh, of all the model kits. And then like a one B club resin or something like that, because I really love F91. It's fucking sweet, you know? And then I won the Tomio uh, autographed uh, F91 uh, special edition. And so that's like, obviously part of the collection, like, you know, for the F91 stuff, because I really dig it like fucking a lot. So that for me is, and also uh, another run that I have completely collected is, uh, you know, those uh, Gundam or not Gundam, uh, Dragon Ball, um, mini kits like the men like the cars they had and then each one of the kits comes with an extra part for another model where if you have the whole entire collection you can make another model from the whole shit and it's all just these like from like dragon ball z or something like that just the little automobiles and like cars and scooters and shit like that with all the little characters so i have those too because i think it's fucking cool i love dragon ball z um when i was in college and like uh, I just, you know, so I have some of those, those are, I may or may not build those, but they would look cool as fuck in display. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, so that's kind of the idea is eventually would be able to have a big enough rec space where I can display some of those kind of collections like shadow boxed in my, you know, autographed fucking F91 with all the all original, like ones from like 89, 88, 89 and 90, you know, like that shit to me would be hype. So Got what super Famicom F91 game? Like, I don't know. I'm obsessed. I'm a collector. I'm, I know it. It is what it is. There's nothing wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's a, that's the other side of it. Cause there are people who like to collect because it's, it'll be harder to get in the future. Like the B club stuff, the G system stuff, like mm-hmm. those are near impossible to get unless somebody is selling yeah. those on the, on the market. Like, it's not something that you can just get brand new anymore. So I, you know, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. And people who laud like, like 
people who collect and you know don't really build all that much uh are kind of buttholes you know like, <laughs> because, fucking there's nothing, <laughs> because there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing there is absolutely nothing wrong with that that if that's that's their progress if that, that's their money that's the hard-earned cash if that's how they want to spend it they can spend it if that's how they want yeah. to spend their time doing it that's how they want to spend their time doing it don't right. don't um don't knock people for for doing something that they enjoy if that's what brings them the joy that you guys are getting from building there's nothing no. wrong with that because it's the same thing as what people how people collect hot toys, right? They don't do anything; they just stand there, but they're fucking cool. They're fucking right. cool. Counter argument: Fuck those collectors. They're taking <laughs> away stuff that I want on the off the market. Sell that shit so I can buy it and I can actually build it. Fuck you guys! You're hoarding that shit. <laughs> so, so has anyone that's watched any of those Evil like pick, picker American pickers or the fucking whatever guys that go through find collections, talk to? whatever, even Antiques Roadshow style stuff. Uh-huh. Make an offer to somebody if they have a kit that, that you want. Sell, tell them your story. Like, don't just be like, hey, uh, how much you gonna, how much for this? And then, oh, oh, fuck you. Oh, that's too much money. Why it's like, no, like man. Me? Like, why do you want the fucking, why do you want the model first and foremost? Like, why does it matter to you to have it? Like, does it matter to you or are you just being a greedy prick and you want to fucking buy a kit or whatever? I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> I think I got that Hemet for a sweet deal at a IPMS show because I told him I used Badass. to be stuck behind him in a convoy. I was like, dude, yeah, these things are awesome. I also hate them because they would never let us pass and they have a maximum speed of 45 miles an hour. I was like, <laughs> can I have this? Oh, I only have $40 and you want 50. Oh, you'll take 40. Cool. All right. Yeah. Sick, sick. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's the thing. Like I will absolutely let go of, I would say I would probably let go of 75% of my collection. If somebody wanted to any of the shit that I have, because I'm not that attached to it, you know, like there are some things yeah. like that are hard to find. You can't get anymore, but I will. It doesn't matter. Like, it's just plastic, you know, yeah. and I think of it as like I'm curating something. So and I'm not trying to like, like I said, I'm not trying to flip it or anything like that. I bought a when I bought a model, like when I bought the Nervash, was I going to b- build the surfboard robot mecha kit? Probably not, but it's a fucking surfboard robot mecha it's kit. How the hell could surfboard. I not have that shit in my collection? Just to be like, look how cool this crazy fuck thing is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, if you if you really think about it, the the artisan club wing bus that I I gave to Julio is mm-hmm. is near impossible to get now. Like it's it's it hasn't been reprinted in a very long time. And why, do you remember? Do you remember why <laughs> I gave you the wing bus, Julio? Uh, I lost some weight. Yeah, right. so your goal was to lose 100 pounds, right? Yeah. Within, I can't remember how long it was. Within no, it was like a, year. a year, right? A yeah, year or something? So, yeah. Like? yeah. You, didn't, you didn't quite hit the mark, but I gave it, it to you anyway. You did. And, and I think that is, uh, like, in some weird way, a reason why I also buy stuff. Because sometimes, at some point, there, uh, there might be a time where one of my friends wants something. Like, is, mm-hmm. is it, you know, I, and I know that, I, I knew Julio was a big fan of Wing. And I was like, well, you know, he's also trying to better himself, better his health, better his weight and all that stuff. And I was like, you know what? I, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'll have time to build this Why don't I just, you know, use this as a motivator for him to lose weight. And, you know, he got close. He got Bro, fucking close. Kept me alive that year. It was yeah. fucking great. <laughs> yeah. And then he gave him a resin kit so he can kill his lungs and you know. yeah, kill his lungs instead. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking about how you're like, Leo loves wing. And I'm like, man, I can't watch past episode 16. That's trash. That shit is trash. So I've, I've rewatched Wing I'm and so Endless Walks too many times to count. Like the whole scene Bro, of fucking I can't. Gundam Custom just shooting down on the president's fucking wild. Like, fuck you and your shield. That's, but that's a movie. That's the movie, not the series. I've seen the series a bunch of times too. Like, me too. I welcome to my birthday child. party. I'm going to kill you. Oh, I was like, oh, it's the best scene ever. <laughs> as, a, as a kid, I remember uh, laying down in front of the fireplace, eating like a tub of ice cream, watching episodes of Gundam Wing. Mm-hmm. There is, wild. is it, while while I, admittedly the story is absolutely shit, and I, and people can load me, like people can fucking knock me for that. I don't care. It's shit. It's 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 like it's part obviously like you know there's the space drama, but it's like way too on the nose compared it to fuck. now. Yeah, and um, you know I can I can admit it for that, but it's it's what it brings to you is the nostalgia of it. Like it's mm-hmm. like it's 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 what right. you were you would. 
what you were doing the first time you watched it. That's what brings that's what that's what brings yeah. it back for me. Yeah, it's my first Gundam, man. Yeah. You gotta love the first thing. Like, what? That's a fucking robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So back back on topic. Another reason why I do um I do buy uh kits um and not build them obviously immediately is I have the intent of trying something new or trying something different with um with these uh these kits that I'm I'm getting, you know, despite the my time crunch on my uh, or the lack of, of free time that I have. Um, like for example, um, I was very fortunate that, um, a friend had, had sent me, uh, a Mecha Masume kit, which it was, I think it was an ATK girl, Iraq, Iraq. I can't remember the name of the damn kit, but it's like, well, you know what? I've never actually really gone into detail on creating skin tones before. This could be a good opportunity to do that. It's not something I've, I've really actively kind of looked in i mean i've looked into it and i've kind of watched people do it but like for me you know i can't say that i know how to do something and give advice on it and talk about it unless i've actively tried it and seen what the pitfalls are or what's too much and what's too little you know and how do you make skin look like skin without making making it look like a blotchy mess of different colors so that's something i kind of want to get into but again you know it's just a lack of free time but that is there is the intent of doing doing that at some point in you know the lifetime that i'm going to be doing this <laughs> yeah. my career that that's career actually quite relatable babs because i'm in the same boat where i bought a couple of kits like going okay you aren't something i can do now or the parts i need for you aren't for a project i'm capable of now but when i get to it i have this ready for me and i feel like a lot of my projects, they're shelf queens until I'm ready to take on the next step. Like, uh, I keep telling myself that the Zaku Warrior is essentially that, that it's not that I don't want to work on it. It's just once, because right now I feel like a lot of what's on the kit is done. I just kind of slap some paint on there. It's the base that I feel like is the best, the next major hurdle I need to uh, tackle. And I've actually spent a fair amount of time looking at research looking at imagery for to help kind of understand how I want to do the base. Like I have it mentally in my head, but I don't really have enough reference material to be able to execute that well enough. But this entire like two years that we've had this, you know, project, I've been actively building references and having stuff stay to my phone and, and thinking about how this base is going to come together. And I have to structurally build it this way because I have to be able to take it apart to paint it in different sections. And this is how I'm going to suspend it. And obviously like I already integrated magnets into the Zaku warrior because of how he's going to connect to the base. So though it's been a shelf queen that hasn't really gotten a lot of attention mentally, I'm still strategically planning on the next step because it's a very big hurdle that I haven't never done before that I want to make sure I put a lot of thought into instead of just saying, well, let me smack it together and call it a day. Like I, I generally care about this project where I want to be able to do the best and try to get as close to possible with what I have in my head. So I'm in the same boat as Pabs where a lot of projects may be sitting on the shelf for whatever reason, but it could just be very be that I'm not ready to take on the next step. So maybe I put it there, work on some other projects, maybe work on some similar type of techniques on other projects. So when I come back to this one, I feel like I'm better suited to execute them. Nothing wrong with that. It's like what they were talking about on the model mojo leveling up as you're leveling up, working out. Yeah. I think I've plateaued. I need to go harder, harder, harder. Well, what makes you think you've <laughs> plateaued? Harder. Um, because I haven't blown myself away yet. <laughs> I think you gotta yeah, get a rib removed for that. I could try. Really, Manson can help okay. you with that. He, he knows the skills. Once I get there, then I know. I mean, holy shit! I didn't make that. Somebody else made that. But isn't that how? You, so that's how you fought with the wing bus, right? Yeah. And then I've plateaued since then. Hmm. What if you Just what if you built it. what if you built after that? Um my rhino. The rhino. Yeah, yeah. rhino. Uh, mm-hmm. The fucking five star story dude. Yeah, we did the five star story skit. Which looked really good, actually. Yeah, it came out alright. Yeah, I no, it came like out really good. The the plan for the posing didn't transpire the way I wanted that it. That is not your fault. That is those kits are fucked. 
<laughs> that's what that is. Like, that's why my that's why my is in the list. Actually, no, damn it, ten. Fuck it, Kyle. I'm two digits with you too. <laughs> Five star stories, kid. Double digits. No, it's okay. I'm fine with it. Really, I am. Um, but yeah, so that because that kit needs a lot of work. It needs a lot of adjustment. A lot. Of, I got to do a lot of me to it. You know, I got to stretch it out and and fuck it up. So that it can do what I want it to, because I wanted to do some crazy fucking gangster cowboy samurai shit, because it fucking looks like that. So, yeah. And right now it does. I am a statue, and it's not. <laughs> it's not doing it, you know. Yeah. Don't do but it. But yeah, no, that your fucking paint job on that is fucking dope. Yeah, you great. Are. Yeah, you'd be a little, bit, a little bit, a little bit less hard on yourself, just a little bit. Right. Well, you actually did a pretty good action pose with it too, because those kits don't really like pose. It's just a standing stoic. You know, yeah. pose you get out of him. You actually did one where he's, he's you know, gunning forward. You you did it. That was very impressive because those kids don't allude to that ability doo-doo. without a lot of work. Doo doo ass kid. <laughs> That's a green doo doo. You know it. Yeah. I mean, it's not a green. It's probably like a chartreuse. I think just I'm spoiled by Bandai. So shit that's actually hard to build you're like i don't like it it's stupid <laughs> i i fucking love the hard to build stuff really like i've stayed i've strayed more away from the bandai stuff and and gone into the you know into into the thick of it as it were <laughs> i mean this yeah. the bug has been fun because it's like a little bit of both i really dig sci-fi obviously that's kind of always mm. been my jam so it's fun to to you know, do my own take as I, you know, eh, got to keep it fresh. <laughs> Mr. Subway over here. <laughs> you guys, uh, you think we'll ever get better? Uh, I better. Is there a cure out there? Cure for what? For fucking nine to ten projects. <laughs> Whatever ADHD medications on the market. It's not really a problem. So no, I don't. I don't think it's a problem. It's just the way you build, right? It's yeah, it's not yeah. um it's not like a it's like a, it's not an ongoing issue. It's just yeah. you're just flexing your creativity in different ways where a project might not let you but you want to, so you start another project and then yeah. you try to flex your creativity there. I'm trying to take some pills to cure shit, Pabs. Don't don't make it seem like this is a superpower. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't say that the two guys that actually finished projects can actually voice this one well enough. There is a problem. As much as I like the creative journey of keep bouncing this, I hate that I look back and not a single project's done. Like in the four years I've been heavily building, I got like one handful of legit projects and I don't like that. I don't Mm -hmm. know how to actively force myself to finish projects and enjoy them because I get to like the Fenix is a key point. I forced myself to finish it. I didn't like it at the end. And even now I look at it and just like, yeah, you're in the case, but you're on thin ice, buddy. You're going to easily kick you out and put something else in there. That's why you don't want to build another unicorn or anything of the sort. Well, that that's not really the Fenix's farm. That's just the build is they're near identical. I built a Banshee before that. And when I did that project, I was like, once you build one, you built them all. So that's kind of like, you know, there's no point behind it. And it's not like it's a super kit that alludes to a lot of creativity, like, there's not a much you can deviate from it without just building another kit and then using those parts on there. To. Like it, yeah. I want to describe some different lines on it. Sure. It's still the same silhouette. Like that's why I don't want to ever build a unicorn again. It's not the Fenix's yeah. fault. But you know, like what Brian did with the the Stein, where he's mm. like a commando in the wall and shit. I want to do some shit oh, like that. Oh, I missed that build. That'd be such fire. a pretty model. Yeah, that's a pretty such a pretty dude. model. <laughs> but I wish I finished more projects though. I. Yeah, I don't like that part about the whole getting, ooh, ah, ah, ooh, piece of candy, ooh, piece of candy. Like, <laughs> once I look Same back here. and I have like some 2020 hindsight about the situation, even though I was enthralled by the passions of creativity, when I look back and I'm like, I really wish I finished that project. Or because it's hard to go backwards and go back into a project and rekindle the flame for me. It's more like, eh. That's last year's thing. Like we're doing this year, this season's, you know, coolness. And it's and then I'm like, man, I kind of wish I stuck to it because I probably would have finished it. And I would have that nice cool because I love looking at my finished builds in the case. Like I look at Asuka and uh, the Sazabi and the bus that I did and even unit two and a couple other ones. I'm like, 
I look at it. I'm just, I'll be sitting at my computer or doing something. I'm looking like, cause it's, I, I, I'm very happy with how it came out. Like, are they perfect? Fuck no. But I, I finished it and I can look back and go, I did that. That's, you know, that's mine. You know, it, it, it's, it's something I can leave. I can't leave work in progress. I have to leave a finished thing to, you know, tell my story kind of thing. I don't know. So under my desk, I have 12. 13, what, 14. just built kits or? No, uh, projects, open projects. Ah. 13, 14. Damn, dude, you got 12 inches under there? Oh, shit. 15. Yeah, oh, donkey under like, the desk, uh. bro. Yo, I just watched the boys season two. Let's not go into oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait to get to season three. Oh, no, Holy I'm into season three. I'm in like three episodes in or something, so. It's such a good season. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're all available, is. so I binge that shit. How many now, Julio? Not counting the minis? Yeah. 19. All right. Of things that I want or have touched gotcha. surrounding me right now. It's kind of fucked up. I got to finish some of these. Like, they're, they're, they're not close to the end, but some of them could be. I could push them there, I guess. Get some shit done. What's stopping you then? Create an know. action item list. That's last year's dopamine. Literally, like like I said, create an action item list. Create a list of your shit. Write down your, you know, everything and then like put it on like put little boxes next to it. You can check off like Kyle and I do. And it gives you give you an idea. You don't have to actively check shit off of it, but it gives you an idea of what's around and what's in like what's available. So like maybe you'll be like, you know what? Maybe if you're just sitting there chilling, just have a little puff and a little, maybe a little sip on some, some brandy or some shit. You're like, you know, I'm going to touch this. If I like worked on those, like that'd be kind of cool. I could do those together and like work on this skill a little bit and like play with that. Fuck, nah. fuck that teal color. I always wanted to fuck with or like whatever, you know, like, you know, whatever. So just like, yeah, I think it's good. I think anybody could benefit from that kind of stuff. I could probably benefit. I should listen to myself. Yeah. Shit. I haven't painted anything like airbrushed anything in mad long. Mad long. I gotta paint Dude, last thing long. I did was the Mirage. That was that's a, that's March. all I ever do. Perhaps all, like I, I, all, I, all I do is paint, paint, paint. <laughs> I, well, I, I I work all day, so I work full time all day, and then um, in the evening I I spend time with my family, my wife and kids, and my dogs. And then roughly around about maybe 10 or so, that's when I start working on uh, commissions and all this other stuff, all this extracurricular activities and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I usually do that until like three, four or five in the morning. And then I sleep for two hours, wake up, do it all over again. I Bless sleep, your man. young heart because <laughs> you are going to age fast, my friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm going to meet you and you're going to look older than me. And no, I'm like, perhaps has those Asian genes. Yeah, they I'm, never age until they're 105. You're golden. Don't worry uh, about it, Pabs. Right. Young oh, forever. Shoot. And then the next day, old. <laughs> like, forever young. And then 105. Bam. bam. You look like a dirt. <laughs> I look like dirt. Damn. <laughs> well, that escalated quickly. Hey, I, I don't make the rules. I just follow them. <laughs> Not bad. Well, I'm glad you guys have shared all this goodness with me about our stupid shit that we do appreciate you you're welcome <laughs> are we ending this here or mm-hmm. we got more time what, what do you guys want to talk we can, about we can edit it we can, we can edit it here. that's fine yeah. yeah um as always you get us up all on our socials and at uh the built sideways podcast at gmail.com send in your questions thoughts ideas we'll be happy to read them make sure to check out the patreon when you guys get a chance give us some input on that too as well that'd be great this um, is an off kilter real quick uh julio um i've been really hyped and really excited that people have actually been sending um like uh emails to to that email like you know questions yeah. and, and kind of um suggestions um even just like a thank you even like <clears throat> we've got a couple of thank yous and and that's uh that like I said it doesn't it doesn't go past us that that people are, are spending the time to do that and um you know like I would just want to say right back at those people and everybody who's listening thank you because I mean yeah. this is 
very cool beyond anything we, we what we were thinking we were thinking we would just ramble on for like maybe a couple hours and and that was it and we would just kind of that's pretty much it but no, no people are actually actively listening they're they're kind of relating to what we're saying it's 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 pretty cool yeah, yeah. agreed <laughs> uh okay i've been what? Your Kyle, what the hell Tell man about it what you're grinding your facial hair all over the mic you can hear it it's it good on my lips <laughs> I got distracted. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, thanks, guys. It's oh, been great. If you want Kyle to just eat a microphone on our yeah. Patreon, <laughs> make sure this is this is what you guys can look forward to on the whole raw content. Some, yeah, I don't even know what the word you guys want to use. Just and Kyle driving so, me insane every episode. <laughs> Kyle's in Skyrim. He's talking to oh, the Jarl of Winterhelm. Jarl's going into a long story, so Kyle starts to stare at the ceiling and spin in a circle. It's been a long day, guys. I built a hospital. I I found out some not so fun news. Uh, yeah, it's oh. it all has nothing to do with me personally. It's just I hate the. It's never fun to learn it. Respect. We love you, Kyle. Yeah. I love you guys too. And, and oh. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! Uh, see you guys next time on the Bone Sideways <laughs> podcast. Bone Sideways, bye guys. Bye. 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 bye.